1: This is No Pointer and you're listening to Base Agenda.
0: To base Agenda, two hours of great electronics for you as usual, jam-packed show for you. Kicking off in part one with uh, UK producer Null Pointer, spelt N-U-L-L-P-T-R. Got some great music behind him, released on uh, labels such as CPU, Detroit Underground, and some stuff in the future you're going to hear a bit uh, about later on as well. He also records under the name BovaFlux, B-O-V-A-F-L-U-X some really nice stuff, we're going to sample some of that in a moment, and a bit later on in the show as well. You'll be hearing his voice throughout part one of the show as he introduces the tracks he's chosen. We're going to turn the heat right up with a Fast and Furious guest mix from Polis DJ, based in the UK, Extruder. It's going to bring an hour of power for you in part two.
1: started getting into music uh, in the early 90s like 1991 something like that um a mix of like rave music that i'd hear on the radio and tv and stuff that my brother was buying he's four years older than me um so a lot of what uh, i was listening to was stuff that i was picking up from him uh, it was stuff like the prodigy alternate lfo tricky disco that kind of thing really uh, and also like rave tapes that i used to get off um, a friend of mine at school, Damien he used to like, give me mixtapes from events from people like Groove Rider and DJ Rap and stuff like that that's where I first heard a load of like early hardcore and jungle sort of stuff as well Many Worlds is a track from my Optical EP, which I did with Detroit Underground. Originally, it was just you know another track on the release. Really, it's like I, I, I thought it was one of the best ones on it at the time. But it's only really you know over the following months or whatever that I started sort of have more of a association with it. Sort of thing, which is odd to say about my own music. But if I when I'm writing it, I try to sort of stay a little bit detached from it, and it's only sort of afterwards where I really. Um, you know, pick out the things that stick with me a little bit more. Um, and with this one, it just it felt to me like it really captured the fact that I was really trying hard and pushing for a new direction. I wanted to sort of almost get uh, discovered in a way. It's like I wanted to sort of put myself on the map properly. about this one is um, a couple of months after it was released, uh, Microlith uh, Rhys Celeste got in touch with me just saying how much he liked it and we were sort of chatting a little bit on Facebook and we were going to start swapping tracks with each other and stuff um, but it was only a couple of weeks after that when he died in an accident and that really affected me because I just I just couldn't believe that like he was just getting started and then all of a sudden he's Gone like his stuff was so good, um, but the the thing that was you know really positive about that there is just seeing everyone who you know cared about his music sharing it on Facebook and just remembering him through that, and it just made me think that you know I've, I've got to make sure I'm doing more with my music, and that's kind of what pushed me to make sure that uh, I got a vinyl version of Optical out because I wanted to sort of make something. I wanted to make more of it. I wanted to make something that's gonna last and like have a physical presence in the world. And that's kind of, you know, been the big motivator behind my music for the last, you know, three or four years, however long it's been. Just to, you know, you just have to make sure that if you're gonna be doing this stuff, it can't just sit there on your hard drive. You've got to make sure you're doing something with it.
2: Listening
1: to Deep Space Radio. Polytopes is my favourite track from the CPU EP that I did. Uh, it just feels really clean and pacey and melodic. Um, I was, CPU was such a big inspiration for me when I was starting to do no pointer stuff. I sort of first picked up on them when I was doing my radio show for Future Music, probably 2014, I think that was. Um, and yeah, I just really got into all of their stuff that just seemed to cover all of the kind of stuff that I wanted to do like, you know, the new electro sort of stuff that I was getting into still sort of tying back into IDM kind of stuff they just seemed to be, you know exactly the sort of thing that I was after so when, you know, Chris asked to do this record together I was, yeah, couldn't be happier Um, really happy to do that one with them
2: This is
3: you
1: me into making music was uh, having a computer at home really. We always had like, since I was maybe eight years old or something, we always had a computer at home uh, from the Spectrum and then an Amiga. And one month I got a magazine with uh, a program called Optimed on the cover disc. Uh, So I was just starting to get into that really and using the samples that came with it to just make, you know, to start with just making little 16 bar loops or something just to sort of... uh, yeah, just trying to mess around and see what I could do. Uh, it was really frustrating doing stuff with it to start with because all the sounds that came with it were just really terrible ones. It'd just be like, you know, piano sounds from a really dodgy '90s workstation. All the drum sounds would be kind of really rubbish, acoustic ones. Um, so it's really difficult to try and make the sounds that I wanted. I'd be trying to like copy Prodigy tracks or something with those sort of sounds, and it's just not going to work really. Um, but I, I, ended up getting a, a sampler, uh, which is not really a like a proper sampler as you'd think. But it now it's basically just an audio input for the Amiga, so you could record your own sounds from it. And I'd like bring the Amiga downstairs and like record bits from films and TV, and I'd also record bits from records as well. So I could like get uh, breakbeats and uh, some you know decent synth sounds and stuff to play around with. so a little while after Optical came out I heard about a couple of guys putting on a night called Motherchip Connection in Cambridge as Electro Night and that completely surprised me because I just didn't know there was anything like that going on around here at all and I actually heard about it through, uh, through you through Base Agenda uh, so that was pretty cool they asked me to come and play at the next one so I was, uh, did a set for them there and I just kind of ended up being involved in it ever since really and um, And this track, Cybernoid, came out of the nights that I was doing there because Lonis would always be playing cool stuff and I was feeling like, you know, I'm really under pressure to make sure I'm doing stuff that's going to work really well when we play it out. So it's really just stuff that's done to try and impress him, really. (laughs) is pretty simple in a way in that I just uh, make sure I try to sit down in my sense as much as I can and just play around until until I like what I hear really. Um, I'm not really someone who plans out everything in advance. I don't really like to spend that long uh, thinking about what I'm going to do or sweating over the details of tracks after I've made them. I pretty much make everything in like one or two sessions. Like you maybe like spend two or three hours on a track in the first first bash at it. I'll try and get as much down as I can um, to sort of get a rough working of it, try and get as many of the layers as I want to put into it, visit it the next day again just to sort of see if it's as good as I seem to remember it was, Uh, maybe add a few more layers, play about with the arrangement a bit, and then that's pretty much done. I'll, uh, you know, play that out a few times to see if there's anything else I'd want to change but it generally doesn't change that much really. I just do a few tweaks before I send off the final mastering. That's kind of it. big change in the way that I did stuff was really when I sort of switched from using VSTs all the time to proper synths, and that's, you know, kind of become a bit of an obsession, really. Um, Especially, you know, as I got into modular stuff as well. But it's I just love the fact that, you know, these things are so fun to play with. You can just tinker around for ages and come up with, like, new things, especially with modular stuff, because it's so open. It's like I've recently been putting together... Uh, A sort of a cut-down modular system um, which I'm planning to use maybe for live stuff maybe just as a little inspiration box because I just find with the right sort of selection of modules you can just play around and come up with things you wouldn't really have expected. new EP uh, which is coming out on Fanzine Records in September. This one was written just after Aftermath had come out and uh, Convergence had just been signed so it felt like a lot of things were starting to happen for me. It's all kind of just going in a good direction. All the track titles for this one come from the names of uh, machine learning algorithms so it's kind of another hint to my programming past and also a sort of nod to Warp's Artificial Intelligence series because those records, you know, were kind of a big influence for me starting out Um, and it's also something that stuck with me a little bit as well trying to make records that work when you play them out but also things that you can just you know listen to at home or in the car or whatever as well.
0: Far from Null Pointer. Very talented guy, one to watch for sure. Coming up next, he's going to choose a couple of tracks that inspired him back in the day to start making electronic music.
1: has been a big source of inspiration for me uh, back since I... I mean, it's another one that I got from my brother, really. He gave me a copy of Surfing on Sine Waves uh, and it just sounded totally different to everything else I'd heard, really. It's like it's still electronic like a lot of the other things I was listening to, but it just seemed to do it in a more experimental sort of way and different kind of attitude. It didn't seem to be trying to do the same kind of thing, even though... It's using the same equipment and the same kind of processes and stuff. Uh, when I was maybe like 12 to 16, 17, something like that, like all of my music was just whatever my brother brought home. So I, I was just stealing everything from him. Uh, I usually only know the first 45 minutes of albums from those times because that's what I could squeeze onto a half a C90 or something. I love the way that he's changed his sound over the years and like gone through different phases and used his different aliases and stuff like that. And I feel like I get obsessed with, I get obsessed with different parts of what he's done at different times. It's like over the last few years, the analog stuff is like completely my number one thing to listen to. It's like I can listen to it over and over. It's basically my soundtrack for when I'm doing my soldering, like when I'm soldering uh, like modular synth stuff together. I'll basically stick on the YouTube video of like the complete analog series I think it was another one of those things that contributed to me getting into uh doing the electro and the null pointer thing um listen to Analog and like monolith and morphology all that sort of stuff where it's like I recognized it as electro but it seemed to have a little bit extra to it as well and let me see sides of that music that I hadn't really seen before Erico by the Prodigy and um, I still really like uh, early Prodigy stuff uh, still sounds really like raw and dangerous and exciting all that kind of thing that I associate with like early rave stuff and hardcore records I remember when my brother was home I think he was like visiting at Christmas or something because he was away at college or something um, and he bought that uh, album back and we were like we were all like in the living room at Christmas, which is weird for us because like our family don't normally do things together. But he was like playing that album in the living room, and I was just like totally into it. And I don't know like what my mum thought of it or anything. Uh, but yeah, it was just really good. other track I've chosen is London Isn't Easy by Second Story. This one I just loved from the first time I heard it. It just sounds totally different to everything else and it's one of those tracks where it's like it's not something that I would think of doing myself at all. It's like I I tend to not be that interested in music if I listen to it and I know exactly how they made it and it's got no surprises in there for me. But with something like this it's like you're not quite sure where it's going to take you. So that, that really helps keep me interested. Like you know, similar kind of thing when I'm listening to things like Orteca and Venetian snares and stuff like that, when you first hear those, you just don't know where it's really going. <laughs> Detroit, this is adult,
2: and you are listening to Base Agenda.
1: is really good these days. Um, it feels like it's so varied, and there's all sorts of stuff going on with it. Um, I kind of feel like you can probably find that in most scenes though, really, because I always find like once I get obsessed with a particular a, a particular scene, like whether it's IDM or footwork or break or whatever, once you start sort of digging into it and you know you're searching around through the depths of bandcamp trying to find all the good stuff. more you're looking the more you find the really good stuff and it kind of makes me feel a little bit bad in a way because I'm so focused on electro for the last few years I'm probably missing out on loads of good stuff in other areas but you know where do you where do you find the time to to listen to everything that's been released there's so much stuff coming out all the time terrestrial by Sickness. I totally love his stuff I've been into him for a few years obviously another one that i found through CPU I just love how much sort of soul he can put into everything even though it still sounds really robotic I follow all his posts and stuff on Facebook and I think you can really tell from the, the love and humour and enthusiasm and honesty that he puts into stuff there you really see how that comes through into his music as well it's kind of in a way it's kind of goofy and nerdy also really heartfelt and futuristic and I just think that's such a a strange combination to have and to me it just works 100% really the Alopec CP that I mentioned already. Uh, I've also got a track on a various artists 12 inch for a label from Russia called Analogue Concept. Also got an album under my Boba Flux alias, which I've not really talked about that much, but you know I spent a good 15 years or so doing stuff under my Boba Flux name, which was more IDM-ish and sort of going a little bit in the brain dance direction in more recent years, getting a bit more electro and acid kind of influence into it. Um, this new one is, you know, very much uh, influenced by what I've been doing as Pointer as well. In fact, there's probably some tracks which you might think of as Pointer tracks, really. But this one's been in the works for like four or five years, just sort of taking the best bits of what I've been making that fits into what I think of as my Boba Flux persona. It's kind of weird because like, I do things with different characters now, and like when I'm, I don't think of who it is that's making the track when I'm making it, but afterwards I listen back and I'm like... This fits into that project, this slots into this thing uh, and just kind of arrange stuff like that. This one's with Mind Color Music, who I've done a little bit of stuff with before. Uh, it's a really good label. Um, the last couple of albums they put out, one by Nachtzug and one by Bromick, both of those are really cool. I've also got some live stuff coming up later in the year. Um, hoping to get out and play in a few places, hopefully doing my first one uh, in Europe as well, in Norway. And I'll be continuing to do stuff as part of Motherchip Connection in Cambridge as well. We're hoping to try and expand that a little bit next year. And yeah, just looking forward to hopefully paying out a bit more in the future. Keep Electro on your agenda at facebook.com
0: slash baseagenda. Great selection from Null Pointer. Thanks to him for taking part in the show. Keep an eye on this guy, getting busier by the sounds of it, and as you can tell, his music's quality stuff. Got time for a couple more tracks from other artists before we slip into the guest mix from Extruder in part 2. Kicking off with this one, new one from Norwell on Mechatronica, track called Irregular Pulses. (laughs) Oh <laughs> Here then, something new from TF Hats, gonna be coming out on the third in the Transhumanism series. New tracks from him, Vibo, RX Mode, and Slaves of Sinus. This track's called For What It's Worth, that release coming out in September. Next up, a good battering from DJ Extruder in the mix.
2: it's filthiest and you're listening to the number one underground base agenda.
0: Mix from Extruder there Banging stuff Really cool Look him up on Soundcloud Mixcloud, etc X-Truder The full show Plus a track list Will be up for download At some point over the weekend Via Base Agenda On Soundcloud So that's soundcloud.com Slash Agenda Also on iTunes as well Make sure you keep tuning in To deepspaceradio.com Every Friday For shows from the Base Agenda archive As well as fresh new shows Coming up soon too Keep well. Thanks for your support. Cheers.